0: Hi, I'm Ryan McAdam, and you're listening to the Bedtime Story Podcast, I Love You, Now Go to Sleep. These are bedtime stories I tell my kids, usually made up on the fly. The stories are about the adventures of a magical pink winged unicorn named Astro, who was made up by my daughter. I hope you enjoy them. We have fun making them. If you like the podcast, be sure to give it a rating wherever you're listening. And with that, let's begin. A new story
1: called True and Astro and Baby Cece versus the Cookie Goblins. Now, True and Barnaby had spent a lot of time in Astro's world, in the place where the trees meet the water. It was now time for Astro to go visit True and Barnaby in their world, where everything was made of bright colors, mushrooms, and candy canes. The wishing tree sat on top of like the hill. There no candy canes in <clears> Astro's <throat> world. Not that you've seen but they are there. There are actually candy cane forests in Astro's world. I mean, in, um, True's world. We've just never seen them in the show. But in the town of Rainbow City, the wishing tree stood atop the hill, as it always does, quietly sleeping until someone requests wishes. The Rainbow King was out of town, and so was his magic scepter. He was visiting his gloomy cousin, who wasn't too gloomy anymore since he got his smelly green cloud to sit on. The Grismos were busy serving Griselda. And the townspeople people were happy to go about their business. Now, True and Barnaby were excited to have Astro come visit them at their house because they loved doing art projects. And art projects were very fun for Barnaby and True. True one time made an art project where she made Barnaby out of marshmallows. Barnaby thought that was funny, especially when they started eating the marshmallows and pretending it was Barnaby. Barnaby and Truel went to wait at the edge of the town. The yellow portal was going to show up any minute. And then all of a sudden, the yellow portal appeared. Like sparks of magic swirling around a tunnel that seemed to go into the very fabric of space and time. They waited. At the end of the long tunnel, they saw a shape begin to appear. It started to come towards them very quickly. They, of course, recognized it, of course. It was their friend. Astral, she was a magic unicorn with pink and purple hair. She was a good friend and had saved them many times on many of their adventures. Today they were excited. They were going to teach her how to make marshmallow puppets and paint beautiful pictures. She popped out of the yellow portal, flew through the air, and of course, being the graceful horse that she is, sorry, unicorn, landed right on her feet. The yellow portal disappeared, closed up into nothingness, and blinked out of existence for the time being until it was needed again. Astro said, hello, True. Hello, Barnaby. It's good to see you guys. True said, Astro, 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 I'm so glad you're here. This is going to be so much fun. Barnaby said, yeah, I'm really excited about the marshmallows we're going to use to make puppets because they're so delicious to eat afterward. Astra said, That sounds like fun. Astra said, Alright, come on into my house. Astra's house, True's house, of course, was right next door. Astra's house had changed. It looked a little different. Do you know what her house looks like? What does it look like, Leah? I don't know. Well, it's made of a big mushroom, of course, but there's a tower, a little place that goes up high, made out of cookies chocolate chip cookie walls, and a roof. The whole house is actually made of candy, as most of the buildings are in Rainbow City. Everything is sweet and delicious. Up in the highest tower, True said, Up there, I have a little girl asleep. It's my cousin and my best friend, besides Barnaby, Baby Cece. She's taking a nap. We can, of course, have fun down in the main room, but we can't be too loud, because we don't want to wake her up. Ashley said, oh, okay, that sounds fine. No problem. Come on, let's go. They began to walk into the house. When all of a sudden, they heard something. It sounded like a yell. Someone was calling for help. Someone was saying, they're coming, they're coming, they're coming. Barnaby said, who's yelling? Why are they yelling? Then they heard more yells. Ah, they're eating everything. True said, something's not right. We'd better go check this out. She said, Astro, will you leave a protective spell on Baby Cece so she's fine while we leave for a few minutes? Astro said, Of course. She waved her magic head, her horn began to glow, and a powerful rainbow shield came out and protected the room that Baby Cece was in. Now, these shields don't last very long, but while they're there, they're very strong, so they felt safe, and they felt Baby Cece would be safe. True called for her friend, Cumulo. She said, Cumulo. Out of the sky came a cloud with a smiling face and two little blinking eyes. It scooted down and landed right in front of Astro, Barnaby, and True. Now, of course, only True and Barnaby could ride in the cloud because Astro was too big, because she's a big unicorn. But Astro was able to make her own magic cloud that appeared in front of her after waving her horn. She got on her magic cloud and the three of them flew up into the sky together they started going to the noise and listening for those yelling help 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 in the center of the town there's a courtyard where the people gather where buses pick up passengers and drop them off and to their surprise they saw something they had never seen before there were holes in the buildings there was holes in the ground there were holes in the street and in the lamp posts and everywhere there were holes everywhere True said, What's going on? Something's damaging the city. One of the citizens ran by and said, oh, they're eating everything. Astro said, Citizen, stop. What is going on? The citizen said, There's monsters everywhere and they're eating all the buildings. We have to get out of here before they get hungry and eat us. Astro said, I don't see any monsters. And then True said, Look there. She pointed off into the distance, and there... Along one particularly delicious-looking building were a bunch of blue furry hairballs. They were big, about the size of a car. They were kind of indistinguish at first. You couldn't really make anything out. But as you looked, all of a sudden, the blue ball would open that ginormous mouth with big, sharp teeth. And then it would just take a big bite out of the building. And there was one blue ball, then two, then three, then four, then five. There were many, many blue balls. And they started scrunching and munching and chunk chunking up the buildings. And they thought they were delicious because remember everything is made of candy and it's so sweet. The townspeople ran away. True said, We've got to do something. They're gonna eat the entire town. Astro said, I'll try and use my magic on them. She waved her horse head. Her magic I horn began to she glow can make traps. Okay. She waved her horse head. Create a magic glow and shot a rainbow beam one of them. Do you know what the blue ball did? It opened its mouth and caught the magic rainbow beam right in its mouth and it ate her magic like it was nothing. He went, mm, Oh, that was so good. The other hairball said, Oh, yeah, let's eat more, let's eat more, let's eat more. They began to chew on everything the buildings, the ground, the bushes, the trees, the clouds in the sky were being eaten. Everything was being Astro said, "'My rainbow powers. It didn't do anything.'" Barnaby said, "'True, look, they're getting to the palace. If they eat through the palace, they'll eat right up to the wishing tree. We have to stop them.'" True said, "'Cumulo.'" Cumulo came down once more, and they jumped on his back. True said, "'Astro, follow me to the wishing tree.'" They zoomed off into the sky, passing past the blue fuzzballs as they were eating everything in the city. They made it all the way to the wishing tree, and to their surprise, as they were about to go up inside, they saw the blue monsters slowly eating the base of the hill where the wishing tree sat. They ran inside. True said, "Z, Zee! Z." came out of his office and said, True, what's going on? I hear people yelling in the city. True said, There are monsters, and they're eating everything. They're eating the buildings and the ground and the streets. They're eating the lights. They're eating the bushes. Everything is being eaten. The city will be gone soon. We have to do something. Z said, Astro, can you use your magic? Astro said, my magic's not strong enough. They just eat it. True said, we need wishes. And Z said, okay, well, let's think about this. They all sat on magic toadstools which turned into chairs. They took a deep breath. (sighs) And Z said, okay, what do you need to solve the problem? True said, we have these blue monsters that are eating our town." so they must be hungry. They eat everything, everything, including magic, so we can't use magic to stop them. We need a wish that can make food, lots and lots of food, so the monsters will have something to eat and stop eating our buildings. We need something that also gets them out of town, said Barnaby. True said, yeah, that's right. So we need something to distract them and get them out so the city is safe. Z said, The wishing tree has heard your request. It's time to make your wishes. True went to the center of the tree and she sang her song. What's your song? Wishing tree, oh wishing tree, won't you share your wishes with me? <laughs> no, she doesn't have a won't. What does she say? She says, Wishing tree, wishing tree, will oh, well, you share yeah, your wishes with me? Mm -hmm. when she sang her song all the wishes in the tree lit up hundreds of little bright yellow dots with smiling faces and happy eyes they fluttered around her circling her with light and power three wishes came to her they popped up right in front of her face and they were unique little wishes what do you think they were? nothing no one wish popped up and changed into a cookie. Another wish came up and turned into a hamster ball. And another wish came up and turned into a broom. Uh. All the wishes went into her backpack. Z said, you've got to hurry, True. They're going to wipe out the whole town. True said, we're going. Astro, True, and Barnaby went outside. The town was almost half gone completely eaten. The blue balls were everywhere, giant, fuzzy, and hungry. True said, I have to use my first wish. She called on her first wish, who turned into a little cookie. She said, Wish, I need you to make a huge cookie ball over there, just outside of town. The wish began to work, and before you knew it, a ginormous cookie ball, bigger than any building. And then she said, Now that we made a big cookie ball, you need to make a big glass of milk to go with it. The wish made a huge glass of milk. She said, it's time to use my second wish. Broom, I choose you. The broom wish came out. She said, Broom, I need you to turn big and sweep all the blue fussy balls into a big pile and push them out of the city. The wish turned into a huge, massive broom. Bigger than anything you've ever seen. Bigger than the wishing tree. The broom went about the city. And swept. It brushed all the blue monsters off the buildings and off the streets. It brushed them off the bushes. It brushed them off the, the everywhere. And it swept them all into a big pile. And as it brushed them around, they were all like. And then the broom brushed them all the way out of town. Right next to the big cookie ball. And that glass of milk. All the blue monsters were like. Oh, that's the biggest cookie ball I've ever seen. First, they drank the glass of milk, which is weird, right? And then they started eating the cookie. But it was interesting because they didn't eat the outside of the cookie first. They all got on top of the cookie and started eating down into the center until they were all inside the cookie ball. You could hear them munch, 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 munch. Oscar said, "They're all on the cookie ball. We have to get them out of town." I don't want to see the spot. What was the third wish? Do you remember the last wish? I don't. The last wish was a big hamster wheel. True said, okay, hamster wheel, I choose you. The wish came out and created a huge plastic ball around the cookie. With all the blue monsters in it, she now, Astro, could use her magic powers to get rid of the blue monsters. She shook her head, and she blasted a rainbow beam right at the hamster wheel. The hamster wheel was big, but she began to move it with her rainbow powers. It started to roll, and then roll faster, and faster, and faster, and faster, and faster, until all the Cookie Monsters rolled all the way out of town, far, far, far away, and they were gone. The town was mostly eaten, but all the people came back. They came back and they looked around at all their destroyed houses, and all their destroyed businesses, and all the buildings and streets. But no one was sad. They said, "Well, We'll just have to rebuild this place. It'll we'll be so happy. Just as that moment, you know who came back into town? Oh. The Rainbow King. And he said, Oh my, what happened while I was gone? True said, We had monsters, and they ate most of our town. If you look right over here, you can see how they ate, and then all of a sudden she tripped, and she fell, and she hurt her knee. And it went, ow, I hurt, I cut my knee. The Rainbow King said, it's okay, True, I'll use my rainbow powers to heal you. He took his scepter and he went, and her knee was better. And then he said, you know what, I can fix the whole town. He used his rainbow scepter, and rainbow magic came out. Every hole in every building, and every street, and every lamppost, and every bush became whole. The entire city went back to normal. And everyone said, Yay! Astro said, We gotta go. We gotta make sure baby Cece's okay. True, Barnaby, and Astro went back to the house. And the temple, like, in the <sighs> story, the rainbow king came. Yes, he never seen baby Cece before. Okay. The three went back to True's house. Baby Cece was still asleep, and she was totally fine because she was protected by the magic spell. Which doesn't make sense, I know, because the creatures eat magic, but we're going to let that one slide. The Rainbow King showed up and said, Oh, goodness, I see you brought a friend. Is that Baby Cece? True said, Yeah, she's so cute. The Rainbow King said, I'm glad she was able to sleep while all this madness was happening. True, Barnaby, Astro and the Rainbow King spent that afternoon making marshmallow puppets and eating them and having a great time. Eating marshmallow puppets? Yuck! Yep. The end.
0: Hi, I'm Ryan McAdam and you're listening to the Bedtime Story Podcast. I love you, now go to sleep. These are bedtime stories I tell my kids, usually made up on the fly, so yeah, they can be structurally kind of rough. The stories are about the adventures of a magical pink winged unicorn named Astro, who was made up by my daughter. To be fair, Astro's not always in the stories. Many of these adventures feature just my kids' favorite cartoon characters from whatever cartoon they are watching at the moment, but Astro was the genesis for these bedtime stories and this podcast. I record these stories on my phone, in my kid's room, and it's common to have my daughters interject during the story to make sure the plot is going in their approved direction. Sometimes the stories are long, and sometimes short. Sometimes I get really into the stories, and sometimes… it's just been a long day. Sometimes these stories get rowdy, and sometimes these stories can even be a bit scary. Though I do my best to keep things on the up and up, with my 5 year old and her younger sisters. I hope you enjoy them, we have fun making them, usually. If you like the podcast, be sure to give it a rating wherever you're listening, and with that, let's begin.